Episode 17. Thank you so much. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Episode 17 of The John Becker Show. I'm John, and I am thankful that you're here with me today. It's Thanksgiving week, and today we're going to spend some time talking about thankfulness. And in sticking with that theme of thankfulness, our quote of the week comes to us from Oprah Winfrey. Oprah said, Be thankful for what you have, you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never have enough. Now, Oprah Winfrey, of course, has a lot to be thankful for, and we know about her fame, we know about her success. But what a lot of people don't realize is that Oprah was born in rural Mississippi in the 1950s in the height of segregation. She was born to an impoverished teenage mother, and she suffered a lot of abuse at the age of nine. She eventually ran away from home when she was 13 years old, and she became pregnant at 14. She later had a miscarriage of that first child. So Oprah experienced a lot of hardship in her early years. She eventually landed a TV gig in Baltimore, but the producer who hired her told her that she was essentially unfit for television. But later, that same producer went on to offer her a role on her own television show, which was called People Are Talking. Of course, we know that Oprah experienced great success with her own show, The Oprah Show, that aired for over 25 years. And today, she owns her own television network. Today, Oprah's net worth is estimated at over $4 billion, putting her on the list of the top 500 richest people in the world. And of course, we know her to be one of the most powerful and influential women in the world. When we see somebody who's successful like Oprah Winfrey, we don't necessarily know all of the things that he or she may have gone through in order to get to where they are. So when we hear them talking about thankfulness, it's easy for us to kind of chuckle and say, well, of course, you're thankful, you're a billionaire. But we don't know what they walked through in order to get to the success that they have. And sometimes we sell ourselves short. We don't uh, remember the things that we have to be thankful for. We forget about the hardships that we overcame in order to get to where we are. So during this Thanksgiving week, when you're getting ready to sit down to your Thanksgiving dinner, I would encourage you to be extra thankful for all of the many things that you have and remind yourself of the hardships that you overcame in order to achieve them. Today, I thought it would be a good idea during Thanksgiving week to talk about the things that I am grateful for. And I hope that by sharing some of the things that I'm grateful for, that it will encourage you to think on the things in your life for which you need to uh, express gratitude. Maybe there are people in your life that you are thankful for and you need to tell them. So as I walk through a short list of things I'm grateful for this week, I hope that you will take the time to do the same. The first thing that I want to express gratitude for is the fact that I'm healthy. And that's a big deal for me. Uh, many of you know that I have overcome extreme obesity. I used to weigh over 350 pounds. And now I'm down around 235. And I am working hard to get that weight to continue to come off. But what you also might not know unless you're a regular listener to my podcast, is that I have also been battling Lyme disease for the last couple of years. And the more I share my story of Lyme disease with people, the more horror stories I hear 
from them about people they know who are struggling with Lyme who have it so much worse than I ever did. The reality is that we caught my Lyme disease pretty quickly. It only took eight months from the time that I got sick until I was diagnosed. That might sound like a long time for many of you, but in reality, people with Lyme disease often uh, go undiagnosed for years. And by the time they're finally diagnosed, the Lyme has taken such hold in their body that it is almost debilitating to them. And so I'm grateful today that we caught the Lyme disease early and that I am in pretty good health. And I am just so thankful to God for the fact that he has restored my health and that I feel better and more energetic and active than I have probably felt in my entire adult life. The second thing that I'm most grateful for, and by the way, folks, these are not in order by any stretch of the imagination. So please understand that when I share number two, this is right at the top of my list. But the second thing that I want to express gratitude for is my amazing wife. I have the most amazing spouse uh, in the world. She is my wonder woman. Uh, She's the mother to our eight children. She is a fantastic partner for me. She balances me out so well. I am a very up-and-down emotional person, and she is a very even-keeled person who brings tremendous sanity to the craziness that is my mind. And I am very grateful for Katie Reinhardt Becker, the wonderful woman that I met in high school when she was 14 and I was 15. We have known each other for over 40 years, and we have been married for 32 of those years. And I cannot imagine a better wife and partner. I've jokingly jokingly told her that if she ever decides to leave me, I'm going with her. So I am grateful today for my wife, and I want to give her a huge shout out because she is an amazing, amazing woman. And as I mentioned, she is the mother to my eight children, and I am grateful for my kids. I have an amazing, amazing set of kids. None of them, at least to my knowledge, have ever been arrested. I'm sure that um, the adults who are living outside the house um, have probably done some things that they don't want mom and dad to know about, but they're good kids. Uh, My oldest son is 30 years old. He's got an amazing wife and a couple of beautiful children. My daughter, uh, Kelly, is also an amazing mom, and she and her husband have uh, a little girl, so I have three grandkids. And then the rest of my kids, all the way down, Andrew, Matthew, Jason, Sarah, Faith, and Rachel are amazing, amazing, amazing kids. I am so blessed. The fact that I get to be their dad is the most incredible gift that God uh, could have possibly given me. And I am eternally grateful for the opportunity to be the dad to those kids. The fourth thing that I am so grateful for um, is my group of friends. I have an amazing group of friends. I've talked about some of them. Um, I meet with a group of guys every Friday morning for accountability and fellowship, and those guys are some of the closest friends I think I've ever had. I'm grateful for them, and I'm grateful for the fact that they put up with me and that they allow me to be a part of their group. I also am part of a 12-step program. I struggle with compulsive eating, which is why, by the way, I ended up over 350 pounds at one point in my life. And I have a group of friends in that 12-step group, in my Overeaters Anonymous group, that I am so grateful for. Of course, anonymity forbids me from mentioning any of their names, but they know who they are. And I am grateful to have the accountability in my life that when I'm struggling with food issues, I can go to that group. And I can 
uh, get encouragement from them. They can offer me support. They can offer me the strength that I don't always have. So I'm thankful for my friends in my 12-step group. I'm also grateful for the spiritual mentors that I have in my life, for Steve and Kevin and Mike. Those three men are, um, in my book, they're spiritual giants. They have uh, held me accountable when I've struggled in my spiritual walk. They've offered me encouragement along the way and incredible wisdom. And so I am grateful for the spiritual mentors who have uh, helped me along in my spiritual journey. I'm also grateful for my online community. And I have uh, just a tremendous number of, uh, of relationships online. I want to call them friends. Facebook calls them friends. The reality is that some of them I have not met in person yet, but I have an incredible online community that uh, I'm a part of in a couple of different areas. One of them is my, uh, my publisher for my first book, Flunked Out Professor. Uh, he has a group called the Igniting Souls Tribe, and to be a member of that group, you need to um, be publishing a book with his company or working through his business program. And there's almost 2,000 people in that group, and I get encouragement from them on a daily basis. Right now, I'm going through a 30-day challenge where I'm trying to write a 50,000-word book in 30 days. Uh, we're on day 27 as I record this podcast, and I am just 2,000 words short of accomplishing my goal. I am at 48,000 words, and I am going to finish writing that book in the next day or so. And I have been getting encouragement on a daily basis from my friends in the Igniting Souls tribe, so I'm grateful for them. I also have some incredible online mentors that I follow. I listen to their podcasts, and I, I watch their um, video blogs, and People like Cliff Ravenscraft and Chris Pavone and Dan Miller are incredible encouragement to me, and I listen to them or contact them on a regular basis. And I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now if it weren't for the encouragement of Cliff Ravenscraft, for example. I encourage you guys, by the way, to listen to those podcasts. I am going to include a, um, a link to each of their podcasts in the show notes. And I just really, really think that if you're looking for some encouragement in whatever area of your life you're uh, working in, I would encourage you to listen to Cliff or Chris or Dan. Another thing that I'm very grateful for, and I need to remind myself of this on a regular basis, but I have a really good job. I teach at a university, and I've been there for almost 30 years. I have earned respect at that university through my teaching, and I have peers and colleagues who respect my teaching and have asked me for insight and help in their own teaching journey, and I'm grateful for that. I also earn a fair salary, and they have really good insurance benefits, which is so important for uh, somebody who has eight kids. And so I need to remind myself on a regular basis that I have a really good job, and I need to be grateful for it. You know, this podcasting journey that I'm on and writing a new book and doing my public speaking, this is something I'm doing on the side outside of my university job, and I really enjoy it. But I need to be mindful of the fact that I could not be doing any of these things if I did not have a fantastic job at Indiana University Northwest. So I am grateful for that job. And if you're out there right now and you're struggling in your work and you're not happy, I get it. I honestly do get it. But take a step back for just a moment and remind yourself that the job that you're in 
is serving a need right now. And if it's not serving what it needs to be serving, then you need to find another job. But be grateful for what you have right now in your work. I'm also grateful for my students. I don't say this enough, but I love connecting with my college students. I love teaching them. I love talking with them. I love mentoring them. And it's a privilege for me. And I need to remind myself on a regular basis that my students are the reason why I go to work. Yes, I wouldn't probably do it if they didn't give me a paycheck. But the joy that I get from working with my students is just uh, beyond anything I can describe. Another thing that I am thankful for on this Thanksgiving week is art. Art in all its forms. I love music. I used to sing in choir and play in the band. I met my high school sweetheart, now my wife, actually in high school choir. And I used to be a a wedding singer, believe it or not. I get kidded quite a lot by my friends when they hear the story. And they ask me if I'm like Adam Sandler. And no, I am not like Adam Sandler in The Wedding Singer. But I have sung in many, many weddings. I've been a soloist and I've enjoyed doing that. So music is huge for me. I also love books. Uh, Reading books is a great joy for me. And I'm grateful for authors, talented authors who will create stories, uh, fiction stories that I can enjoy. And I'm also grateful for authors who have uh, created nonfiction books that will help me to grow in my personal and my professional life. I'm a big lover of movies. I enjoy movies. I'm a Marvel movie fan. I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm a Star Trek fan. I'm basically a big nerd and I really enjoy movies. So I enjoy art in its many, many forms, and I'm grateful for that today, and I don't ever want to forget what this world would be like if we didn't have art. It would be such a boring, boring place. So I'm grateful for art in its many forms. I'm grateful for my home. You know, I mentioned at the top of the uh, show that it is a uh, blustery November day here in northwest Indiana, and it is. It is cold. The wind is howling outside. In fact, um, some siding has been blown off the side of our house today because of the of the wind. It's that that windy. And so I'm grateful to be inside a nice warm house where I can record this podcast without having to worry about being cold and shivering. I know there are many people out there uh, who are homeless, who don't have a place to live right now. And I don't ever, ever want to take for granted the fact that I have a warm home that I can live in. I'm grateful for my spiritual gifts. You know, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, he embodies us. He imbues us with a set of gifts, talents we have, and he brings a spiritual nature to those gifts. And I am grateful for the gifts that he's given me. Sometimes I've envied other people for their spiritual giftedness and wished that I had what they had. But the reality is that God gave each of us a set of gifts uniquely for us to use for his purpose. It's not that God needs us. It's that God wants us, and he wants us to use our giftedness to help other people. So I'm grateful for the fact that he gave me the ability to uh, public speak, for example. You know, I have mentioned on this show in the past that public speaking is one of the highest uh, percentage phobias that people have. If you ask people what they're afraid of, public speaking is number one in many people's um, list. 
In fact, uh, it's even ahead of dying. The old Jerry Seinfeld joke goes that um, if you're at a funeral, uh, most people would rather be in the box than delivering the eulogy. And uh, I, I am grateful for the fact that I can do public speaking. In fact, a couple days ago, I got to go to a Rotary Club out in Mishawaka, Indiana, and I got to meet with a fantastic group of people, and I got to share my story with them. And it was so enjoyable. I love getting up in front of people and talking and laughing. That's another one of my gifts that God has given me is a, a sense of humor. And, you know, I meet a lot of people who just seem very negative and unhappy all the time, and they can't laugh at anything. And that's just sad to me. So I am grateful also for my sense of humor and also my compassion. I'm a big softy, and I find that as I get older and older and older and older, that I'm more sensitive, that I get choked up more easily at little things. And I like to think that that's just uh, God helping me to grow, to be more compassionate on a daily basis. So I'm grateful for the gifts that God has given me, and I hope that I am using them to his glory and his honor, and I will continue trying to do that until the day I die. The last thing on my uh, gratitude list that I want to share is the most important, and that is I am eternally grateful for grace. Grace is a, it's a love from God that cannot be explained. All we can do is submit to it, surrender to it, and say, okay, God, I don't get it. I don't understand how you can love me so much that you would sacrifice your own son for someone as sinful as me. But it is the most important thing in my life. My relationship with Jesus Christ is the most important thing in my life. It is the thing I am most grateful for. I am so grateful for a creator who inspires creativity, and he inspires us with a purpose. He gives us a hope that there's more to the story of our life than we can ever possibly see. I can't imagine what my life would be like if I did not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And it is the thing that I am most thankful for this holiday season. And I hope that if you don't know Jesus, that you will seek him out. I would love to talk to you about him. You can contact me um, via email. You can call me. My cell phone number is on my website. You can send me a text message. I don't care. But somebody once asked me, what's the most important thing in life? And I, without hesitation, said salvation. My salvation in Jesus Christ goes far beyond anything else that I can ever possibly imagine. As I wrap up this Thanksgiving episode of The John Becker Show, I just want to ask you one simple question. What is it that you're thankful for this week? Is it a relationship? If it is a relationship, I want to encourage you to reach out to whoever it is that you're thankful for and let them know, and you might be surprised to find out how genuinely thankful they are to have you in their lives as well. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Crown Media Group. Is your brand marketing stale? Does your website need a makeover? Then head over to my friends at crownmediagroup.com. They do spectacular work at affordable prices, and they have the best customer service in the industry. Check them out today. 
And if you're enjoying this show, I'd ask you to head on over to iTunes and give us a like and a subscribe. That's going to increase our visibility so that other people can find the show and benefit from it as well. That's all the time we have for this episode of The John Becker Show. I want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving, and thank you so much for listening. As we bring this episode to a close, I want to remind you that we are about to enter the last month of the decade. How do you want your decade to end? And of course, there's still some time to claim some victories in this decade. What are you going to do in December to end the year on a high note? Finish 2019 strong and prepare to start the next decade even stronger. I'll talk to you next week.